0: to the city baby when you see us so you know you really viewing greatness in the making double up on facts we stay podcasting cruise control city state the nation so what you saying what we saying prime information facts keys to the city we're locking the statements streaming every friday and ladies and
1: gentlemen we are back clovercrest media presents keys to the city i know it's been a couple weeks it's actually been two weeks to the day at keys to the City. Did our last show a lot or should I say has anything happened in sports since we've been going to I don't know you look at everything that's been going on let's see you had the huge UFC fight Italy wins Euro 2020 because if we remember they didn't have it last year so Italy beats England the NBA finals has started and it's been good so far we'll see how the rest of it transpires Giannis and the Bucks do they win tomorrow night to tie up the series And there was no NFL talk. And all of that craziness in the past two weeks that's been going on in the sports world hasn't been a lot of NFL. But guess what? We will be talking about the NFL very shortly in a couple weeks because the NBA is going to be closing out their season as the finals is coming to an end soon, eventually. And then we'll be starting to talk about the NFL. But let's start off with the MLB because, well... We are at all-star break, and it started last night in Coors Field as an exciting, exhilarating home run derby. Maybe it wasn't the result that people wanted to see, an Otani home run derby champion, but we didn't. We saw back-to-back Pete Alonso. Hey, Met fans, guess what? Might be the only title you win this year. So congratulations to all the Met fans as he repeats as home run derby champion. It was a great night, though. But I wanted to start off with the baseball in the sense of the face we talk about faces of sports NFL probably would say Brady Mahomes NBA it's been LeBron's for 10 to 12 years now the NHL the NHL you would say is Connor McDavid stuff like that when we come to baseball that's where it gets tricky that's where it gets interesting because you start asking yourself well Mike Trout yeah he's unbelievable but can't stay on the field and he plays for the LA Angels Aaron Judge huge name plays for the New York Yankees but he's up and down. He's injured at times, too. So let me ask the question to you guys. Ted, I'll start with you, and then, Joe, we'll go on to you. Who is the current face of the MLB? Now, ESPN just came out with an article today. I don't know. Maybe they've been checking out Keys to the City or something. But they had also Vlad Guerrero in this. You can add it if you want. But who is the face? Because these seem like the two guys that are the faces of baseball right now. Is it Shohei Ohtani. Was it Fernando Tatis Jr.? That I don't think there has to be a face of a franchise. I listen to you talking. There doesn't have to be a face of the franchise. You just have you have a amount of stars. There's no face of the franchise. Uh, face of the league in the NFL. I mean, you can you can name five guys right now that are the face of the. Of the I mean, NFL. when you think, of the, but when you think, my point is when I say a face. Like, I think of the NFL. I think I think of Tom Brady. I think of Aaron Rodgers. I think of Mahomes. There's three guys. Okay. which one are you going to pick? I mean, right now, if I had to put the faces of the NFL right now, I would put Brady and Mahomes. You think of those two right off the bat. I also think of Aaron I think of Aaron Rodgers. Okay, but when you think of the NBA, you think of LeBron right off the bat. When you think of baseball, my thing is, is when you think of baseball, listen, I think of LeBron, I think of Durant, I think of Giannis. I do. I think of Giannis because he's the East Coast guy. LeBron, the West Coast guy. And I think of Durant's greatness, too. That's who I think about. I do. I, I, there's no face to the franchise. Now, I understand your question. Right now, these two guys are the, probably the top two guys. One because of Tatis's flash. There's, he's got like Griffey slash like 2020 new wave thing, the dreadlocks, the, you know the the hype chain. His ability to play shortstop, his ability with speed, power. His only thing, reason why he's not even bigger, and we've talked about this consistently with Mike Trout is. He plays on the West Coast and plays for the Padres. Maybe if he played for the Dodgers or the Yankees, he'd be an even bigger star, but he's still an incredible star. But I'd say right now, where we are right now, today, it's Otani because of what he has done. I mean, last night it was the Otani show. That I mean, that's it was the show Otani show. That's what it was all about. I watched baseball tonight. I watched the preview show. It was all Otani's warm-ups. Otani was the starting pitcher. Otani's hit 33 home runs, most for an Asian-born player, American League. You know what I mean? Winning the league in home runs, <laughs> throwing 101-mile on fastball, stealing 20 stolen bases. He's like the best thing that's come to baseball since, like, Babe Ruth. That's no. really where it feels like right now. And the, I would say the only thing that hurts him, and I know this might come off maybe – um, I don't know bad, but it's not going to go is he's an Asian born player. And we've seen this before where players that are not born in this country sometimes don't get the same amount of hype that maybe an American born player does. But both of them are great. I, listen, they put Vlad Guerrero only I think Vlad, the only thing that hurts him is he plays in Toronto and, and Vlad would be the AL MVP, but you have such exceptional talent in Major League Baseball, that I think the question is, baseball, they said it last night, baseball is in such a good position with the amount of young stars, it's just sad that baseball doesn't get the same respect that other sports do, like basketball, basketball. Like football does, because Jeff, you, me, and Joe could name off 10 guys that could easily be the face of the franchise that are exceptional players, like a guy like Mike Trout, like not, a guy like Judge. I'm not talking about faces face of the franchise. Pass. I know mean, well, there's a bunch of faces of the franchise. I get that. There's faces of franchises all over the sports world. I understand that. But when, when just, we think would, of a sports, I would say you, you think can't talk about Mike Trout. You can't you can't o- my, uh, Joe, can otani be the face? And does it help that he's that he adds that pitching element. Whereas if he was just a hitter, let's think about this. If he was just a hitter, Joe, would he have been so, with the way that people follow him left and right, if he moves a step, they move a step. Is it because of the pitching element that makes him so must watch? Like if he was just a hitter, say if he was just Tatis or Vlad or or Judge Trout, would he get the press or would he get the attention that he's been getting?
0: I think, you know, anytime you're talking about a comparison with anybody to Babe Ruth, you're, you know, multiply your popularity by 10. I mean, and that's what this is. So, yeah, um, when he wasn't successful the last couple years hitting or pitching for the most part, we saw the pop, we knew he had the power, but... um, It seemed like staying healthy, being able to pitch can like those things didn't seem to to be within his grasp and he's putting it together. And yeah, I mean, it's exciting, especially in this age where we feel like, you know, guys don't play hard enough or guys miss too much time. And so to have a throwback to, you know, a guy doing two things is, is, I I think definitely adds to the allure of show Tani. And I was, I've been very slow to like get on board with this guy. It's all right, Joe, you do the same thing in the NFL. You did it with Justin I, Herbert. Too. I it's do. Like, I get so weird. aggravated. He's, 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 but, you know, you're, you're always late to the party. It's okay. Well, because look, here's the, look, here's the thing. Uh, side note, Pete Alonso yesterday with 17 home runs at the break mind, you said he's the best power hitter in baseball. Calm down, brother. <laughs> you, you won the home run derby. I mean you it's, won it twice. It's batting practice. Shut up. Yeah. You said that home practice. Yeah. Joe, it's, a he's a it's a 250 hitter. He's a 250 hitter with, with an uppercut. Of course yeah. he can hit home run. Derby. Joe, he hit 35 in that first round. I don't think I've ever
1: seen anything like that. He was he did it so nice. So smooth. It was almost better than Josh Hamilton's at, at Yankee stadium.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got a 250 hitter swing, and you Good. could see it. Nice, well, Joe, nice, cut.
1: Joe, could the whole Otani pitching aspect, as well, maybe one of his greater strengths, could be also a weakness because of the sense that he already had the Tommy John surgery? Is that something to keep like be as a baseball fan to see what he's been able to do offensively and in the pitching game this year? Does that get you nervous? Not not just as an Angel fan, but as a baseball fan, because you have to appreciate what he's doing. This is bringing attention, no matter what, and it's good attention. That's the thing. Baseball. Hold on, hold on. The past couple of years, baseball has had a lot of bad negative press. Whether it was with the Astro scandal and the Red Sox and the Red Sox issue, now with the whole sticky situation, the steroid era, and all that nonsense. Is this good? I mean, finally, we're getting some good from baseball. But does that get you nervous as a fan to see that? Well, he's already had Tommy John surgery once. Can, he, can, he can injure the arm again. Does that get you nervous as a baseball fan? Nah. I don't I, don't. Why wouldn't Tanaka play through? Tanaka pitched 10 great seasons. But, Tanaka, but, Tanaka, but Tanaka's not Otani. Tanaka wasn't getting depressed like Otani. My point is, is that Otani's the, 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 the most depressed in the entire baseball world right yeah. now. Here's the thing. If he has Tommy John surgery, who cares? He's gonna go he's gonna go play DH and hit 35 home runs, 50 home runs. He does he have, yeah, but the, but that's my point. Does he have as much of that? Listen, space listen, that, listen, that it does matter. How can you just say it doesn't matter? If he was a regular baseball player, we'd be like, Oh, he's just another great yeah. hero, like Mike Trout or something. Because the match- reason why he's so different, and the reason why people love watching this guy and why the cameras are always on him is because of the pitching element. If he's just a regular hitter, it's just another great hitter coming into the game. We but realize the way that he changed the game, like Steph Curry has changed the game, like Russell Wilson has changed the game in their respective sports. That's well, what I'm trying to say. Well, we realize that, but like we I think you, me, and Joe have talked about this before. It might have been even a year ago. Eventually, he's probably going to have to make a decision as he gets older to be full time hitter, and I think that's where eventually he'll probably go because of his value. He will should. be. And if anything, they can use him. And this is where he becomes even more valuable. Maybe he becomes a reliever later in the games where you use him in the eighth or ninth. He becomes your closer. Now you save him. Okay. Yep. Now he plays no game and he closes and he can still throw one inning. And now you're not worrying about the effect on the arm of throwing 100 pitches a game. But I, will say this I will say this the ability to be able to lead off the All Star game and be the starting pitcher. Is what drives him, and what that's, drives—that's what's crazy. What drives he's, he's, he's leading off tonight, and he's starting the All Star game. Like, you know, what, you know what I'm saying? This is back in the 1900s. We're I'm, excited, I'm, like that. It's I'm excited to see the first at bat when he lines up and throws a 101 mile an hour fastball to Tatis, who leads off for the NL. For the NL, I mean, tonight. think about that. You're gonna have the two phases of baseball starting off the All Star game. That's like everything you could dream of. That's like back in the. I, that's basically
0: feeling Pedro versus
1: D N L when he went one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I shut out to so- McGuire you
0: know so- and someone else. The the face of baseball nonsense. Uh I, I, I mean, it was just it was just Mike Trout. And then it was Aaron Judge. And then it was Ken Griffey Jr. Well, and it was You never, You never know who it is right now. No, oh, it's always only... somebody different. And then they, yeah, they wanted Glaver was going to be the face of baseball. I mean, it's always somebody new. And the then they level out. Then they stop being, uh, you know, they what what they start doing is. Well, how about this? Everybody's seen uh, the meme that went around about Aaron Judge and Mike Trout having played the same amount of games? Oh, yeah. Essentially, that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Trev sent yeah.
1: me that
0: on Instagram. Since you bought that.
1: I mean, games.
0: how yeah. often do I say that? If we're going to say Aaron Judge is injury prone, how dare we not say the same about Mike Trout? And oh, I didn't yeah. realize yeah. it was the exact same amount of games. Which is pretty So, incredible. again, it, th- th- it's, there's a lot of media hype, right? I mean, I think I saw the article earlier today, which was something we were talking about last week as far as right face of baseball and all that. I, I again it's it's an ever-changing what have you done for me lately it's tatis until it's not going to be tatis and it'll be somebody that else.
1: Happens, you think that only happens in baseball Whereas, like well hold on you see in basketball every decade it seems like well Kobe was the face then there was then LeBron it, it was Jeff. In the NBA, you could really have a face. You really could. And LeBron's been the face of the league and will be the face of the NBA until he retires. Plain and simple. He'll always be king of the hill, all right? Now, listen, you'll have Durant. We'll have his run when he was golden state. He looks like the best player. That doesn't make you the face of the franchise. I'll put it this way. The beginning of the season, and Joe's correct, the first two months, this was the Tatis show. It was all about tattoos. So remember, he went off. He had multiple home runs against the Dodgers. He had stolen home base. He was making go-go plays. Remember when he he had that slide at second base, which was like incredible, it was like a full-on split. Then he ended up pulling his hamstring a little bit. But what really has turned Otani is is the home run power. He has 33 home runs. He's leading the league. He's probably on pace for about 60 home runs. He's probably on pace for about 10 wins this season. You know, over plus 100 strikeouts. We've never seen anything like this. You know, and and what if Vlad Guerrero or someone else gets hot? They'll be the they'll be the the face of the month. You know the. If what you guys, if, I mean, but if you had to pick right now, I, to listen, pick, I don't pick, say there. Look, hold on. In the current pick. baseball world, if you had to pick one, I know it's, uh, if you had to pick someone. When you look at baseball right now, now, if you had to pick one, Otani right now because of the ability that he's leading the league in home runs and he's pitching at an exceptional rate. Now, yeah, he doesn't pitch shutouts like Degrom you have to put Degrom in the thing. Because actually, if you look at Degrom, Degrom's actually a really good hitter. You can almost put Degrom as a DH. He's better than some of the Yankee hitters. I mean, I know that's probably not a smart statement, but he actually hits the ball. He actually is one of the best hitters of, of pitchers in the in baseball. So, and he's in it, and he's putting up numbers that we've never seen as a pitcher. So there's really no phase. But I'll put it this way. Baseball is in a great position of young star talent that is incredible, and it's going to continue. Cool. Well, let's get into it. Let's continue with the baseball, drink, because it is the first half. Oh, Jeff, do you feel of- that way? Hold on, before you well, start. go ahead. Do you feel that there has to be a face, or or you just feel that it's it's a, it's an abundance of guys that are I exceptional? Think, I think Joe's on the same page with you.
0: Yeah, look, it's something to talk about when there's not a baseball game that night. You know what I mean? It's a it's a good it's a good uh debate to have when there's no games for a couple Here's days my Here's my thing it doesn't I'll matter who the face if is.
1: If you had fantasy baseball, Joe, who would be your number one pick? Would you take Otani? Would you take Tatis? Would you take Guerrero? Who would be like your fantasy number well, one pick?
0: I have Vlad Guerrero on both of my teams <laughs> and I'm very pleased with no, that. But if, you had, if you had
1: the number one pick though, like fantasy, like, like Ted says, good point. I you had the
0: back- number one pick. No, I'm just you kidding. Took- uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably right now. Maybe, maybe Otani. I mean, you know, he he's, that's gotta be, I would imagine, um, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the flex guys in football, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, when uh, people have Tyson Hill there, Tyson Hill, Tyson Hill, Taysom Hill the, the Saints, hey, he's the uh, tight end eligible this week. Future Saints quarterback, by the way. It's just, yeah, it's yeah just funny
1: Trev, Where we have gone, and if you've seen the last couple of years, remember it was the Trout and Harper show. Remember when they came up? And then Harper's disappeared. And then Trout's disappeared with injuries. And then remember Manny Machado was supposed to be that guy. Remember he was like that young superstar, third base. Well, maybe, it's uh, not to, maybe it's not the players. It's, it's just the guys. market. Maybe it's not the player. It's just the market where they're at because baseball is dominated by big markets, the Dodgers, the Yankees, Red Sox, Mets, Cubs, Cardinals. So well, then really you really the want Yankees.
0: your, you want your face of the game to be in San Diego and Anaheim. Yikes. That's what maybe,
1: that's what maybe is difficult for people to, I mean, hey, we'll get, where get, to get into. Yeah. Yell- Yell- to Yell- Yell- disappeared. Yeah, that's true. Let's get also let's stay on the baseball topic right now cuz it is the first half the All-Star game is tonight can't wait to watch that and the Homer derby was last night so let's talk about the first half and let's let's talk we'll give out our awards at the end before we let Joe go I guess we should start talking about the Yankees cuz we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks and this is one of the oddest first halves we've seen in the Yankees team in quite some time doesn't really. You, we really don't need to speak upon anymore of what this New York Yankees team is like. One week they look like the New York Yankees. Next week they look like the Trenton Thunder team. That's that's what it comes down to. And they and it just speaks again to this past weekend going into Houston, who's been playing out of their minds. Probably the best team maybe in the AL right now. Have a chance to sweep them, and what do they do again? They blow it again twice this season of four plus runs in the ninth inning the only team to do it in baseball this year belongs to the new york yankees what do the new york yankees have to do coming out of this all-star break i know we talked about it a couple weeks ago but do they make a trade after the all-star break or what should the yankees do with the current team that's constructed and where the current standings where they fall right now
0: Ted, I'm going to let you go first, but before we get into what Trevor just said, I want to throw something out there at both of you. The Yankees have 73 games left, okay? They're playing at a, at a clip right now that a, a record of 40 and 33 in the second half seems reasonable, right? That that would be playing about about the percentage they're currently winning at. If they were to go uh, and, and win ten more games than that and go fifty and twenty-three, where do you see the Yankees falling in? Be say between forty and fifty wins in the second half, and I'll tell you why that's hugely important. After you throw that number out there,
1: you know what's funny, Joe? When you said forty and seventy-three, that, that forty and thirty-three, that's what I figured they would finish in the second half. Because right. that's what they are. That's exactly where I think they would win forty and thirty-three with maybe you're talking. You get walking, you win two extra games, so forty-three and thirty. There you go. So you get three extra games, forty-three and thirty.
0: Where do you see it? Where do you see it landing, Trev? Hopefully, I
1: would, I would probably honestly. The three games over five hundred right now. Eight back in the in the column behind the Sox right now, who are playing out of their minds. I don't know with the way they're playing against the AL East this season, and with the way they've gotten already swept by the Red Sox twice. We know how they struggle with the, with the blue, uh, not the blue Jays, the devil, the Rays, I should say, in the past couple of years. I would say the same thing. Close to 500, couple games over 500, something like that. I don't expect, unless, unless they do something drastically, make a, like, a, I don't know. And we have already talked about this. One move is not going to change this New York Yankee team. It's not. but, but if, I if, if people, hold on, if there's people that think that, oh, let's just go trade Trevor for Trevor Story or Jose Barrios or names that we've been hearing, oh, and we're going to be fine. No, there is more issues with this Yankee team than just one move. So if I had but, to say Joe, no, I would say about around 500 and the same 40 and 33, something like that. Nothing, not nothing okay. too, too sexy and appealing,
0: I should say. So let's say they go 40 and 33 in the second half or yeah. even uh, Teddy's. 40, uh 43 and 30. That puts them at 86 to 89 wins.
1: That doesn't get you in the playoffs. That, that is not that's not, not winning the
0: wild card it, not in this division it's not. That that's probably a fourth place finish.
1: So I'm the Yankees looking the stand- I'm looking the at Yankees. the standings right now, Joe. So they would have to Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays, White Sox, Indians, teams that Astros, Athletics, the Mariners who are five games over have a better record than the Yankees right now. Those are just some of the teams that are in front of slash the standings, uh, division, slash wild card right now. So they have a lot of catching up to do. I don't know. I could see them being better than the A's right now. I don't know.
0: If they go 50 and 23, that would still only net them 96 wins. That might not even get you the division. But, that, but and, they'll uh, get and, you the wild card and well, does that of course get you but, into the wild card, though? but again think about the turnaround that that would require a team playing about 750 here on out that's well, not happening well, they're this five and does 12. Not, they don't have the capability to do that well you guys probably
1: joe did you see the stat when the yankees have an opportunity to sweep the series they were 5 and 12
0: unbelievable
1: uh, see here's the thing here i was uh, Chuck, I don't know if I talked to, was saying this to you or I said this to somebody. We were talk- so here's the thing. You win two out of three in Seattle. All right, that's positive. That's what you want to do in baseball. You want to win two out of three all the time. You want to win. You want to play 666 baseball. All right, so you win two out of three. You lose the third one What happened. Didn't play bad. Just Seattle had a better game, hit the ball more, made more runs, scored more runs. At the end of the day, that's how you win baseball. You score more runs than the other team. That's how you win. But then you go to Houston, right? You win the first one. Nice. Cole looks thanks, dominant in the second game. Thanks, And he wanted that freaking game. He wanted that Judge, it's the home run. Cole pitches a beauty. Okay, Mm -hmm. you win two. Now you think about this. You go into the all-star break, winning five out of six. You sweep Houston in Houston, who's the second-best AL record, only behind the Red Sox. Now your taste in your mouth feels really good. You're like, all right, we come off all-star break. We got a four-game set against Boston. If we can win three out of four against Boston – now things are looking up. Now we're playing with momentum. Well, it almost seems like we got swept against Houston by just losing that one game. That's the sour taste. Like, you remember those sour head candies that you used to get? It was so you taste real good. Yeah. Really sour That's exactly how Sunday's game felt to me My as that My it favorite almost favorite. felt that we got we were almost getting we were almost better off being swept than winning two out of three and losing the way you did. Because, like you said, Trev, you lose with four-plus runs in the bottom of the ninth, which has happened twice this season. Happened against the Angels at home the other time. And then, because you're a Yankee fan and because of what has transpired in the years, the guy who hits the winning home run, who's an exceptional player, Altuve, does it against you. Yeah, I mean, it's just because you got the market Listen. of the shirt. Listen, Every that would have been the per, uh, perfect way to of send off to go into the All break. It's not even that in the sense and, of It's like, like can I just say this? I think the way the Yankees lost and the way that series went is they is a perfect, picturesque of what the Yankee season represents. I was just, about, I literally was about to say it. Literally, that game is the definition, of the Yankee season right now. They get the get all the fans excited. Get the team look like, oh, here we go. They're gonna go win with uh, winning six of uh, whatever five of six. Against the AL West going into also break, feeling good about themselves. What do they do? Perfect. It literally is the definition of the 2021 New York Yankees right now. They give, give us hope and we're feeling good. And then all of a sudden, just when they think they have me out, or I should say opposite of Sylvia in the Sopranos, just when they think they have me in, they take me back out. That's what the Yankees did on Sunday. That's what they do. Instead of doing it the opposite where they they feel like they have me out, they bring me back in. No, they do what the Yankees have been doing all year. And that's what's the most frustrating because they were the better team this in that series. They beat them on Friday. Cole looked like Cole, dominant. 129 pitches, shutout, ace, ball right there. And, and boom, I loved it. Get, get out of my way. I'm finishing this damn game. Love to see that from your ace. And then being up that much on Sunday – And what makes it worse is that they kept freaking, every time they hit a home run, they were like this. They kept going like this. Go figure. Who's the guy that does it to him again? Good old Jose Altuve. Hey, Altuve, by the way, nice little tattoo you got covered up. Yeah, you're a creep. He's a bum. That whole Astros team, It makes it even better and makes me more ticked off is that they're not going to the All-Star game because they don't want to deal with any of the players. And it just just sucks to say. I wish they were all going there. Boo the hell out of them. They're creeps, all of them. But that's just that's just the, the definition of the Yankee season, of Sunday's game. Look great for 90% of it, and then they just bring you back to earth and say, hey, guess what, guys? We're just doing what we've been doing all year. So it's just frustrating to see as a Yankee fan right now. I don't know what to make of them. I don't know what's going to happen in the second half. One move isn't going to make it happen. It's going to be multiple moves. I just know this. If the Yankees don't make the playoffs, expect a major, major A lot of major moves, I should say. Whether that's coaching staff, whether it's management, whether that's in the lineup, there's going to be a lot that's going to happen if this Yankee team doesn't make the playoffs because this is a win-now team. I don't know what to make of them. First half is one of the oddest Yankee seasons I've ever seen. I'm I'm not as older as you guys. You guys have seen more. But this is definitely one of the oddest seasons I've seen so far, first half of the New York Yankees. I don't know what to expect in the second half. Joe, do you have anything final on the Yankees before we give out our awards of the first half of the MLB season?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, you're you're making a good point. We haven't seen the Yankees be this inconsistent since the early 1990s. And that was a team that had a lot of young players. They had a bunch of young pitchers. Um, Scott Kamenicki, one of the only ones that turned into something. It wasn't until after they moved him and i think when you go with with a younger team as the yankees had done transitioning into the 90s and then when it doesn't pan out uh with that group of guys you're in trouble and i feel like we're kind of there again and i so i'm not surprised by where they are right now um they 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 just don't they find ways to lose and that's just that's not a characteristic that you've seen of the yankees since about 1993 so I, I mean, at this point, you know, they, they need to make some serious changes. I am stunned that, I, you know, and again, I'm not trying to be reactive but Aaron Boone's got to go because he can't get this team motivated. He can't, he, you know, the, the way that this is playing out with Chapman is stunning. I know. And and then keeping Greeny and blew, blew up in his face. So, and like nothing this guy does t- turns to gold. Um, I, I, again, I mean, the Yankees going 50 and 23 in the second half to me, there's a 0% chance of that happening. And so I don't, I don't see this team making the postseason. Okay.
1: Do we see the Yankees make it? So that's one Ted. Do you see the Yankees making the postseason? right now? How could you say I, so? I, I do I, I, As every true fan, you, you, you have faith in your team and you so hope you have to the be real. You have to be a realistic fan. But you can't I, be a I, dumbass ass man. But I think Tommy, I think Tommy D says a good point. It starts with the four game set against Boston right off the bat. You lose three out of four against Boston at home this weekend. I think the the season's over for you. Now I know oh, that's yeah. probably, I know that probably sounds ridiculous because it's like, hey, there's still what? Why they'd be eleven games they're back? They'd be eleven games back of the Sox if they lost. At three. the end of the day, you're not winning the division probably, but you can win. You can get the one of the two wild card spots, and that's what you have to do. You have to catch the Rays. It's you have to hope. catch the Rays. Now. Listen, if we can get one of our three power hitters to stay a little bit more consistent, maybe do it at the same time, you could see those guys can carry a team for a couple weeks. saw Gary do it. You saw Stan. You saw Judge do it. Can we get him to do it together? You know what I mean? Can Glaber shake off the rust? Can, can he have a better second half? Because if Glaber turns—listen, they can easily go 50 and 23 They have the talent. You know, it would be nice to get Severino back on the mound— you know, listen. If Chapman, he's gone through a thing. If they can somehow fix it up, and Boone says, "Okay, Chapman, it's your ball again. Let's see what you got." And he turns around, where he was the best closer in baseball for the first three and a half months of the season. It's definitely possible. They can, they can rip. We've seen this before. They've ripped twelve out of fifteen games off. It's, it's definitely a possibility. Just the thing is, though, this year, the old days, like Joe said, they used to find ways to win these games. Now they're finding ways to lose these games, which is. Which is scary and what, what kills this team the most, and I'll end on this: is their bread and butter was their bullpen, and now their bullpen is old cream, old cottage cheese. It's oh, it's not it's not, <laughs> it's not what it once was, and it's sad because they still have the stuff. They're not like old guys. It's just the flow. And listen. You knew in the old days it was you knew it was Stan Nelson Rivera. You know what I mean? A couple of years ago, you knew it was Green Britton Chapman. Now, where's Britton? He's hurt. Where's Chapman? I mean, he didn't pitch in the night, didn't even use him the other night. You knew he wasn't going to pitch. Why didn't you? Oh, they said he had a bullpen session. If, honestly, he, he, honestly, he, honestly, if this Yankees are getting old and it needs to be figured out, like you said, Chef, there's not one move that's going to correct this season. I don't think the Yankees are going to make a move, big move for Trevor's story because either way, all those shortstops are going to be free agents, so they're not going to want to give up prospects for three and a half months when you're not going to make the playoffs, and then you know, and then he doesn't sign with you. I would close it. out this point for the Yankees talk. If this team didn't make the playoffs, I'd be freaking terrified to see this team in the playoffs because I don't know what team is going to show up each and every day. I don't know what team's going to show up later in the week against the Sox, but all I know is Tommy D, you said it on the nail.
0: Season's on the line with this four-game series. Two two last quick things. I promise is it, they'll be is super this fast. One more thing? This is my one more thing, but it's two things, and they're both really good. Uh, Severino's starting to throw off a mound. He's going to start facing hitters this week. And Corey Kluber just started throwing from 90 feet, uh, so he should be uh, within a week or two with no setbacks. uh, He should be able to start, um, uh, you know, a rehab assignment. So there is the potential, and if this team's going to go 50 and 23, they're going to need these two guys to come back and pitch like the aces that they are, or this team will not win the wild card and may not win 85 games.
1: See what happens. All in all, if the Yankees do make the playoffs, it'd be terrifying because hey, I don't you, know what, who you got. winning tonight. on the line in a couple days, in a couple days, the season is who, on the line this weekend, and if it, if, got if, got it week, if it ends, if hey, can huh? I could tell you, uh, I was gonna say who you hold got. Hold on, I wanna, hold on. So tonight, I'm gonna go. The rosters are so. It's so odd to see like like not seeing Trout or, like, these names, these different names. I got to get used to it now. DeGrom, DeGrom, not pitching. DeGrom yeah, DeGrom it's, definitely, it's definitely different not seeing the big names, but I'm going to love it. I, I mean, I'm an AL guy, so I'm going to stick with the AL. I got to go with the AL to win tonight. But, but by the I big, by the to pick MVP. It'll probably be a bench guy. It always—it feels like it always is, or something like
0: that. So, not it, this year, buddy. Did they go, Tani? they've already engraved his name on it. <laughs> if it's anybody else, they're just going to put a sticker over it with their name. Well, yeah, we, they want to give this thing to Waltani. Well, we if he has know? a, if he hits a home run in the first and strikes out a batter in the Which bottom. The side guaranteed. Of the, okay. Guaranteed he walks out of there with the trophy. This thing could go 25 innings. An imaginary guy could score from second on a single. I swear to God, they'll find a way to give this thing to Otani. I promise are all, you.
1: Are we all on the AL tonight? Yeah. yeah. I just, I'll tell you one thing. I would have loved to see DeGrom pitch against Otani. And then Otani, like he's going to pitch against Tatis. I would have loved to seen it. So let's, get, let's close out with baseball with the first half awards. We're going to give just the MVP and the Cy Young. So let's go off with the AL. Right now, it seems like it's a one-man race, but Vlad Guerrero Jr. might have something to say. I'll start with you, Ted. AL MVP of the MLSB first half of the season. Is it Otani? Yeah, I mean it's it's self-explanatory. No, no, it wasn't, and and it's only because of his uh, pitching ability. If if it was just hitting, I I think Vlad would have a uh, a closer um, argument to make for this. But when he's also like what four and one, you know, with exceptional numbers. I mean, I know it's not Degrom numbers, but you know, you could you know he's an ace. You know what he's doing. His strikeout rate is like fourteen Ks
0: for nine innings. So you know, it's it's totally. So we're all on, on Otani. Uh, I am not. I think that by season's end, I think, uh, look, no offense to Otani. He's never done this in a full season. Okay. If if you look at all the time now, parts of three seasons that Vlad Guerrero jr. Has spent in major league baseball, he's done nothing but crush. And I think he will continue to do that for the rest of the year. Uh, leading the league with 73 RBI, a 332 batting average, 430 on base. I, I'm sorry to say, this guy's going to end up out homering Otani. He'll have a lot more RBIs. He'll have a much higher batting average. Does it come and, down
1: to, though, one of those teams getting into the playoffs?
0: Um, it, It'll help. And, uh, again, I think uh, it, this is the other thing with the Yankees. I mean, again, it's not just you're fighting the, the, the Rays – and Boston, you're also fighting the Jays. You need literally for three teams to, choke. Uh, to kind of crap out. And I, the odds of that are not uh, – the idea of two of those teams fading is is pretty tough to think about right now. So <laughs> okay. I, I I got a good feeling that uh, Guerrero uh, emerges by season's end. It's Otani's time right now and tonight. But, hey, don't be surprised if up upstages him tonight, matter of fact. I'm just, gonna to, go just to prove
1: a point. I'm going to go with Otani right now just because he's been lights out. He's been unbelievable. Vlad Guerrero has been amazing as well. I think it comes down to which team has a better shot to get into the playoffs. I know that in the world of the AL, it hasn't happened because Mike Trout has won that award all the time. But I'm going to go with Otani right now. He's been dominant. He's been the most electrifying player, most must-watch player in baseball right now. And he's doing great things. He's doing great things for the game. And he's changing the game too as well with his pitching. And I think that's maybe the key of why he'll win the AL MVP. First half for me, I would say. Let's get Vlad into is
0: by the way, Vlad playing home games this year, and they've played in a couple spots, is hitting 374 at home. Yeah, he just ran two ninety-six on the road, but my God, people. well, he also he also Ballin.
1: has he also has three or four hitters surrounded by Another young talent team that they all rake. Bovischat and oh yeah, and, another team that did it right by and, and, the and, and, well, and maybe those, the Yankees uh, should take a freaking pager out of
0: the Blue Jays of how to freaking develop players. How about Anyways. a, a four thirteen average with runners in scoring position, three eighty two batting average with two outs or runners in scoring position baller
1: let's go over to the nl because
0: i don't know if that's maybe that could be a toss-up
1: between two players or is that a, is that a foregone conclusion right now is that fernando tatis jr's mvp currently or or i'm going to say it, joe is jacob de have a case for the mvp we've seen pitchers win mvps before it's not surprising just saying is it tatis's mvp right now or is it joe's favorite player in baseball jacob de
0: it can be Jacob Degrom, if look, I, I, I'll I'll say you could call him the best pitcher in baseball by based on stats. If the guy wins 13 games all year, I'm sorry to say, but shove that up your ass because. <laughs> The, the MVP doesn't win 13 like that. You know what I mean? He's going to have to win like 18 games and have the ton of strikeouts and the high, the low whip, the high K So rate. say he goes like
1: 15 and two. He's seven and two currently right now. Say he goes 15 and two and he keeps the ERA at about like a under one or under two. Say like a 1.7.
0: If he goes 15 and two second half, he's undefeated in your scenario. I could, I could get along with that. Okay, I could, but this can't be like he's 12 and four at season's end. I don't care about that. That's not going to do it for me. That's not an, you know what I mean? Roger Clemens going 24 and four. Yeah, but that's a thing M- though. It's it's more because that was once a, pitching, they take away the MV- starting pitching. That's an MVP pitching kind of season. Ron Gidry 25 and three with a with a 1780 right. That's an MVP kind of season. 12 and 4, get out of here. Yeah, with but that. is it his
1: fault because of the way they yes, his, it is his <laughs>
0: fault? They do what those guys did. Pitch nine innings. Complete a goddamn game, throw a shutout, and then you'll get the wins. Not that hard. Cole did it the other night. Yeah, but how? It's the
1: rarity of seeing a pitcher go a complete game now is so because of these damn because analytics. Because they threw can...
0: four hundred pitches in five innings. Stop trying to strike everybody out, you knucklehead. Oh, he was. Dry. He wanted to That's comment. What's the problem, them. dude? They got, they got thirty-five swings and misses. Yeah, and he threw one hundred and twenty pitches in six innings. That's why he can't finish games.
1: So your case is Jacob Ground for MVP then,
0: right? I can't. <laughs> Could very well be, yeah. <laughs> the, are you are, are, we, are you on Tatis right now? Are we all on Tatis Junior though? For MVP? I love Tatis. Uh He's I, also uh, one of my one of my I, fantasy guys.
1: <laughs> you know who, you know who's having an unbelievable Nick Castellanos
0: from Cincinnati. Oh, right. yeah. he also 31. have Castellanos on the fantasy team, having an unbelievable year dude.
1: Eighteen, 18 home runs, batted three thirty one. He's like third in RBIs with sixty one. Holy cow, I was just looking I was just looking at the stats, Major League, like, while well, you guys are bo- yelling at each other. And I'm like, oh, Castellanos. <laughs> We're leading yelling NL. at each other, We're just having a passionate My conversation. My wife just about-
0: came downstairs and yelled at me. We're she having a passionate, a passionate conversation
1: call. about the great Jacob DeGrom. Tatis is leading the NL in RBIs. I, listen, If Tatis can stay healthy, he'll probably win it. Don't forget, he's missed time already twice this season. Um, so if he can stay healthy, you know, he'll probably – and especially – and we know this as much as anything – if your team is successful and you're close to the playoff race, that's going to give a huge boost. And right now it would be Tatis and Otani. All right, so let's get over Real quick, team.
0: can okay. we just address this, this comment, Sander? You're right, they do take him out. And the other night, you probably saw Aaron Boone tried to take Garrett Cole out of a game. That's what an ace does. You tell the manager, go sit the F back down and don't try to take this ball out of my hand or I'm going to break your fingers. That's how you stay in games. That's how you ensure getting the W next to your name when the game's over. So let's
1: get over to maybe the toughest of the choices right now, the AL, AL Cy Young. I'm not even – the NL Cy Young, we already know who's – well, if Joe says anybody different – then you. the guy that he loves, Jacob DeGrom, then we're gonna have big time issues oh, you, you, we, might Kevin, to, we might have to spend suspend you for a week if you if you I'll say you anybody Kevin, other than, hold on other than Jacob DeGrom for the, MV, oh, the Listen, AL- I'll tell you one thing. Kevin Guzman from the, the Giants has a realistic case. Go look at his numbers. They yeah, might be right. Yeah, it's all right. I'm still Jacob DeGrom. Don't care. Anyways. Uh the AL AL Cy Young. This one's oh, right the first you should have done that first and stayed with the AL. It's Cole. It's cold. It Do make it seem like is... it's like without question. Yeah, I, think... I don't care about I don't care about his two stats. He's leading the A.O. in strikeouts. He's nine and four. Okay, his ERA is less than three. It's like two point three four. I just had it. Two six eight. Two six eight. Okay. Carlos
0: yeah. Carlos Rodon striking out thirty six percent of the batters he faces. He's got a one eighty three batting average against. That's better than what uh, uh, Garrett Cole has done. He's got a two sixty one ERA. He's uh. He's got filth and he's pitching his brains out. And so, and no Well, yeah, listen, while well, Garrett Cole certainly certainly will, will be a contender for this thing, I, I, I'm i going to tip my cap to, to Rodon because I'll tell you what, no, his, there's wait, no, concern, have, no concern about Sticky Tack with that guy. But Joe, he might not even be the best pitcher on his team. You see Lance Lynn's numbers? Lance, yeah. Lance, well, Dylan Seats got- is also pitching really well.
1: Part of the reason why they've had an exceptional record.
0: I'll just yeah. say this. If, if Cole wasn't on the Yankees, what would the Yankees be? Oh, dude, forget about it. They'd be under 500. They'd definitely be under And again, that's that's barely winning more than half of Cole's starts as it is now. That's what I'm saying. I think,
1: we're, I, I think I'm think i going to go both with the New York guys on this in this case. I'm going with Cole and DeGrom. To me, still the two best pitchers in baseball. I mean, the dominant. I mean, you could put some names. Gausman for the Giants. Rodon for the White Sox, Lance Lynn, the White Sox. They've been great pitchers this year, exceptional. But those are the two best pitchers in baseball. We've talked about it countless amount of times. Jacob DeGrom and Garrett Cole are still the two best pitchers in baseball. And that's why I say those are the two Cy Youngs of the first half. And I think they're going to stay the Cy Youngs in the second half and win there. And Garrett Cole will win his first Cy Young. Jacob DeGrom will win, I think, like his third.
0: In a row. That said, I would love to see in uh, DeGrom's first start in the second half for him to give up six runs, all, all earned in three innings, just so everybody can STF you.
1: <laughs> Joseph, as always, buddy.
0: It was good to talk to you. Good to see you, my man. Looking forward to the all-star game. I'll see you boys later on. See you later in the week.
1: Oh, he can't, I can't believe how much he can't stand freaking Jacob's crowd. I wish he was a Yankee. I wish Would he like him if he was a Yankee? That'd be the tricky Oh, absolutely, he would. He would be in such love. He'd be the first guy at the Jersey shop. (laughs) Okay. I wonder if he's still watching right now. That'd be hilarious. But let's transition as Joe leaves. We're going to transition over to the hardwood floor and the NBA finals. We haven't talked about the NBA finals since it's even began because I've been, I was on vacation. As you know, I was, I came to visit the family in Connecticut and now I am back in the great state of Florida. But the NBA Finals has been great so far. It's been very good with the sense of Chris Paul, who has performed. Devin Booker had a struggling Game 3, but he has performed up until that point. Giannis, shout out to Giannis Antetokounmpo, what he's been able to do in the sense of we thought maybe two weeks ago this guy's season was done with, and we thought the Bucks' season may have been also with Giannis, but he is playing at an exceptional place right now in historic game three only a third player to ever do it the others well they're going to be hall of famers shaquillo shaq shaq daddy shaqtastic shaquille o'neal with his incredible performance and lebron james back in 2016 well Giannis is in good company with his big 41 and 12 game in game three my question to you that is yeah, 13 and six he had, oh and six yeah Thank you. 13. Can Giannis continue to lead the Bucs with the historic play? And mind you, with that knee that has been bothering him, and you could see he's been dealing with it throughout the series. Said, but can he continue to lead this Bucks team with the way Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday have been up and down again in this series and to try to win his first coveted ring? Oh, absolutely. They got to stick to what What they – listen, if you watch game two, you could see the Bucks. Changing their mindset. Giannis had a huge game game two, game three. I knew the Bucks were going to win game three. Home crowd. They haven't had a championship game since like 1968 or something. So you With think crazy. they were going to blow them out like that too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You get a vibe. You can see. You you almost you have the sense that game. Listen, Suns are a really young team. They're going to be playing in a in thing. It's just the environment. Bench players play better at home that you know when they're home other team doesn't play as well you don't get the support Devin booker had a really bad game didn't even play the whole fourth quarter only finished the game with 10 points bucks have to stick to what works they're a big team they're big and physical lopez giannis pound the ball pound it pound it pound it giannis i think what 20 23 of the 25 shots were within five feet of range that's what you gotta do no threes stop shooting threes Go right to the hole. They can't guard you. They don't have a matchup for you. And Aiden, they don't want to put Aiden on him consistently because Giannis gets him in foul trouble. And they don't have the size. There's no Dark Sarich. So they don't they, they have. The you know, Tory Craig didn't look the same in the in game three with that injury. So listen, Giannis is the best player in, in this in this finals. Is the overall best player. Okay, he could change the game. He's been the best defensive player of the year. He's been the MVP of the year. Yes, maybe Chris Paul has more influence and in the way the game goes. But Giannis is your overall best player. Of this he can take over What tells me that in anything that he can't score 40, 15, and five every single game for the rest of the series? The thing was Drew Holiday played much better this game, and and they got bench points. and, and Middleton, you know, he's up and down. If the Bucks were to lose, if the Bucks were to lose this series, I ain't putting any blame on Giannis. For him to come out here and deal with, the, like we saw in his injury against the Hawks series, we thought he was done for the year. We thought it was a torn ACL. They feared it was a torn ACL, but no, this man is playing on a still injured knee, hyperextended knee, and he's playing out of his mind. He's playing at an MVP, a top three, top five player that we expect Giannis Antetokounmpo to be. He has been dominant. He has been the best player, Ted. I agree with you in that too as well. He's been the best player in this series. There will be no blame. If they end up losing this series... We'll see what happens tonight or tomorrow. I should say they are playing tomorrow at nine o'clock. They are off. The All Star game is tonight. Tomorrow is the NBA Trev, This would be like when LeBron was playing with the Cavs and he was averaging like fifty. No, but I. No, but the thing is, no, I which know the which, thing is- which LeBron Cav team? <laughs> What no, are you one talking about? Are you talking about the Spurs one? Or are you talking no, about no, the State? One, no, because he didn't have a good series against the Spurs. The one oh, against Golden State. State. The one against Golden State, where he literally was like 45, 15, and ten every single night in that series. Remember, he was the best player in that series. Even though he was, the only good, he probably should have won the Finals MVP that year. Yeah. <laughs> But Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, we already know Giannis is going to do his thing. He's going to get into the paint. He's going to get his buckets. He's going to get to the free throw line. He's going to get his 20 to 30. He made his free throws It game. Yeah, he's been making his free throws, but he's not great on the road. That's a different story. My thing is, is, it's been. we talked about it the entire postseason. It's going to come down to if Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are going to show up. We know Chris Middleton maybe is one of the most inconsistent players in the NBA because when he's on, Chris Middleton is a maybe top 15, top 20 player. That's how good he is when he's on. When he's off, he's terrible. He is god awful. He's almost a liability offensively, just like Drew Holiday, who's a great defender and he can score. But those two need to step up. Giannis has been doing his part. You see him on the sidelines freaking out. Let's go. Like he's showing leadership, he's showing the mentality of a, a warrior, an alpha. And these guys, Holiday and Middleton, we talk about those two because those are the second and third best players on the team. Those two team, those two guys need to step up for the Bucs to have any chance to win a title. Giannis is going to do his thing. It comes down to those, the Batman, or I should say, I'm still going to say Robin. I say Chris Middleton is a Robin. I don't care. Giannis is the best player on that team by far. Middleton is the most important in the sense of when he's on, ain't no stopping him. Just ask the Atlanta Hawks. That's what it comes down to. The series has been great. The Suns have been playing well. Chris Paul has been playing well. Tomorrow will be a huge telling sign as if this series is going to go at least six or seven or as if the series is going to end in five games. DeAndre Ayton has been playing well. That comes down to the key matchup. Is it Ayton? Ayton has to play out of his mind now that the sense of Dario Saric is out with the torn ACL. So that becomes more pressure. And more minutes on DeAndre Ayton. And he's going to have to take care of Brooke Lopez slash Giannis. That's what the key is for the Suns to continue to try to win also Chris Paul's first ring. Ayton is the key for them. That's what I'll say. So so we're talking NBA. But I just want to interrupt you for one second. as I just clicked on the ESPN app and something. Uh, seven inning doubleheaders and starting extra innings with runners on second will be dropped starting next year in baseball. Thank just God. Thanks f- God. That's an, an f, awesome. f- See, baseball, okay. doing a good thing. About time. So here's my other thought. So we're going, let's get back to the NBA. Let's swing right back into that. Suns are going to win. Devin Booker has to be the superstar that we saw in the series before this, the series before that, and game one. He's got to be a superstar. He's got to wake up. This is showtime, right? People want to start calling him, ah, maybe he's the next best thing to Kobe Bryant, the mamba. Let's start not crowning these guys. We crown these guys after one game, one series. You know, Kobe wasn't Kobe until like after Shaq left. Let's be honest. Shaq was the man. No, no, don't you dare disrespect no, Kobe. Don't dare disrespect the Mamba no, like that. Shaq, Shaq was the man, and he was BS. The best BS. Class. Go look at Kobe's final stats. Go ask Kobe's. Yes, fi- yes, go yes. look at his stats when all, you about yes, Kobe it all stems from Shaq because Shaq's dominance inside. Lakers don't win without Kobe Bryant. They don't even get close without Shaq. They don't win the title with, yeah, guess what? They don't still win a title without Shaq. They don't get to the playoffs without Shaq. They don't get to the play. If you remember when Kobe played against Portland, don't get into it with Kobe. I will defend him to the day. Trust me. Go on. It's Shaq. No. Shaq sets, Shaq sets a tone because then they have to double down. You kick out and Kobe does his thing because he was Kobe a we Kobe had to do it all. Sorry. Can't rely on the center to win it for you. Yeah. That's why he was the MVP. Yeah. So. Well, congratulations. Well, when, you you get the, when you get 30 it, points inside the paint, can't hit a free okay. throw. Yeah. Everything, that's, why, that's why Kobe needed Gasol because he couldn't do nothing after. And that's why everybody needs a, a second guy. He scored 81 points by himself. No one else. And they him. won. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the it was awful. And they won
1: like seventy three. They won. He scored more points, than they had wins in the season. Uh, it doesn't actually. That's easy because there's only yeah, eighty. Come on, man. Um, with the, he's still exceptional. Players. I think he had. Tw- I think he had as twice as much. Listen, this, this is a very simple, a very simple game. Which superstars are going to play better? Right. We know what they are. We got Giannis and Chris Paul. Okay. Giannis has been great the last two games. Could have almost won game two, but they didn't. I think home field advantage being in the Suns' home. I would say I look at this series as a home series. Somebody's got to win on the road. That's usually how it comes down to. It. You make a great point on Middleton. If Middleton can play like he did when Giannis was out the last two games against Atlanta, Milwaukee can easily win the series. Well, not easily, but they can win the series. But if Devin Booker plays like the guy that we had seen in the first three playoff series in the West, the Suns should win in six. And that's really where I see the series ending. In six, Suns winning in six. Really, go, I ne- we actually never made our predictions of this finals, which is unfortunate. But if I had to say, well, listen, we know I, I, tomorrow's I, game. We, listen, we know tomorrow's game is a must-win for the Bucs. Oh yeah, that's obvious. Captain, obvious here, you know, because if not, I think the Suns can close it out in five, or or at least win it in six. I don't see them winning, th- losing three straight. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Suns as well. I think they're going to go. I think they're going to win at seven, as I would say, just because I, I, tru- I trust. I don't think I, it I to believe seven. it. I, I trust the Suns more than I do the Bucks. I just don't know what Gia, what Middleton or Drew Holiday is going to show up that night. I know what so, I'm getting from Booker. I know what I'm getting from CP3. Ayton has got to be the key. Like I said, for the Suns to win a championship. It's going to not be Devin Booker or Chris Paul. They're going to do their things. It's DeAndre I don't know about that because he didn't do uh, – Booker didn't do much the other game, the other night. And he didn't he, I know, but that's one. Yeah, but he's been playing out of his mind this entire postseason. My thing is, it's going to come down to DeAndre and Can he continue this trend and becoming one of the better big men in the game? And he's been performing well in this postseason. That's the key for them. The key for me with this whole Bucks team. It comes down to Middleton and Drew Holiday. If they play well, they play all-star caliber level, the Bucs are going to win the series. If they play like bench players, role players, the Suns are going to win the series. It comes down to it. But tomorrow's a huge sign. Will the Bucs continue to win at home? Or will the Suns reclaim a huge win and maybe one step closer to winning that first ring for CP3? And I'll put this and Go I'll put it this way, if the Suns end up due winning this series and Giannis continues to play, it'll be similar to what I've uh, we talked about when Brooklyn lost against the Bucs. I'll have a newfound respect even more so for Giannis, yep. um, like I did for Kevin Durant in a losing effort. Because sometimes you find new respect and more power for guys that lose for the performances that they have. Because Giannis, Giannis has been exceptional. It's unbelievable that he's playing and playing at the level he is, considering, like you said, he hyperextended his knee. Thought he Torres, the ACL. Supposedly, that thing has been really swollen. But, hey, he's performing. He's been dominating. Like you said before, what, only two other guys have ever had 40, 15, and 5 in back-to-back um, finals yeah, he's, games. He's been incredible. I mean, it's been a great finals. There's a lot going on in the sports world. The All-Star game tonight, can't wait to watch that. And we'll be talking to uh, NFL soon, I promise you, because it's right around the corner. The boys of fall are coming back, and we're going to have a lot of football to talk about. Trust me, a huge season. Fans are coming back. I cannot wait. But we are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, subscribe, like, or share. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah, Keys to the City, baby. Running. When you see us so you know you really viewing greatness and Great. the
0: making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcast cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.